check the description box for a full list of citations. As we challenge and develop our understanding of the physical and metaphysical worlds, we are bound to encounter theory that can now be either proven or disproven. Today we will discuss how close analysis of even incorrect modes of thinking can be beneficial to understanding how mental frameworks can limit future growth and innovation. Let's begin with entertaining outdated philosophy. Understanding thinking in terms of linear, correct theories, building and developing one another is effective in erasing and neglecting some of the interesting thought processes of our previous theorists. Butterfield points out that as we make philosophical and scientific advancements, we tend to disregard the previous viewpoints. The older and outdated theory, the more it fades into obscurity as the thinkers who remain in our consciousness are the ones we now consider correct. Butterfield comments that, quote, we merely pay attention to the new doctrines and take note of the emergence of the views that we now regard as right, end quote. And it is this process that views our understanding of previous thinkers. Established frameworks for understanding the world can create barriers for innovation, both for the philosophers of the past and the future, and for students of philosophy. Butterfield discusses a student's framework, quote, into which he will fit whatever new information he ever afterwards acquires on this subject, and is built up sometimes far too rigidly by the higher certificate student, end quote. Essentially, when learners are encountering new knowledge, they are trying to build connections to existing frameworks or prior knowledge. This makes divergent thinking, or the consideration of knowledge that does not connect to prior understanding, more difficult, as these perceived truths are hard to escape from. It is only through the entertainment of these disparate and now considered outlandish modes of thinking that we can truly encourage divergence. Butterfield further believes that by challenging existing modes of thinking and considering different perspectives, learners are able to make up their own minds. This allows learners and thinkers to not remain barred from innovation by modes of thinking they take as right. He believes that challenge encourages a, quote, healthy friction resulting in the emergence of important problems which the Middle Ages had to make up their own minds about, end quote. As though, engaging with disparate views, the process of refuting an idea can help cement your own knowledge and adapt teaching that allows for growth. In order to understand how the limitations of perceived truths can block innovation and innovative thinking, we must consider the contemporary education and existing thinking that ancient philosophers had to build upon or deviate from. Many philosophers, like us, were subject to forms of media manipulation, and their education systems were even more segregated and varied than ours are today. When unpacking an outdated theory, Butterfield claims that we must, quote, look for the lines of strategic change to discover the particular intellectual knots that had to be untied at a given conjecture, end quote. And through understanding these intellectual knots, we are able to see how the prior knowledge and ideological hegemony of their respective time periods caused them to either respond to or against their philosophical backgrounds. By considering, with good faith, the work of theorists with disparate views from our own, we can better understand the process of which these conclusions were made. 
Butterfield also encourages us to prioritise these theories, now disproven, as a way of calibrating our own understanding of the world. He remarks that we must, quote, exert all our endeavours for the understanding of men who are not like-minded with ourselves, end quote, in order to fully validate and affirm our current beliefs. Butterfield argues that this was precisely the interaction with incongruous theories that brought rise to innovation, stating, quote, change is brought about not by new observations or additional evidence in the first instance, but by transpositions that were taking place inside the minds of the scientists themselves, end quote. These transpositions required in moving from the current hegemonic framework to the next. He argues that all teaching, whether right or disproven, has contributed to the current way of thinking, either through being developed and added to, or disputed. Each is, in its own way, valuable. After establishing the necessity of considering outdated philosophy, Butterfield then moves to specifically unpacking Aristotle's physics, stating that whilst though, quote, even Aristotle had not reigned unchallenged in the ancient days, end quote, Aristotelian schools of thought were adopted by the church and perpetuated as a hegemonic belief system for hundreds of years, replaced as the mainstream thinking only during the scientific revolution, which Butterfield describes as having, quote, overturned the authority in science, not only of the Middle Ages, but of the ancient world, end quote. But why was Aristotelian physics, which retroactively is so very wrong, so hard to overturn in the first place? On Aristotelian teachings of motion, Butterfield recognises that, quote, because it was part of a system which was such a colossal intellectual feat in itself, it was hard for the human mind to escape from, end quote. Add to the fact that the Aristotelian theory was supported by one of the greatest superpowers of the time, and arguably of today, the church. Aristotle's teachings aligned with the theory that God created the earth as the centre of the universe, and despite all the issues with his theories, e.g. stars that seem to appear in unexpected places, this worked with the theology as it placed emphasis on the importance of the earth to God. Indeed, one of the issues with the newest versions of heliocentric astronomy, in which the sun is the centre of the solar system, was explicitly the idea that earth, and by extension humanity, was in fact not the centre of God's universe. As Kuhn outlines in the Copernican Revolution, Copernican's, quote, associated conception of a sun-centred universe was instrumental in the transition from medieval to modern Western society, because it seemed to affect man's relation to the universe and to God, end quote. It was met with resistance because it was in direct conflict with the idea that God created the world for us. Ultimately, Kuhn conveys, quote, the Copernican Revolution was therefore also part of a tradition in Western man's sense of values, end quote, which would, of course, encounter great resistance as people tried to align both their theological understanding of the world with the new astronomical one. It is precisely because of this incongruity that many young people who were educated through the church, as most were in these days, were forced to restrain their ideas to the Aristotelian model that defined the ideology and theology of the time. Because this was accepted as true, new theorists who identified failures within the logic of Aristotle forced themselves to continue working within this framework, making additions and concessions that would adapt Aristotle's teachings to something far from his original ideation. It was not until theorists completely abandoned these models of truth they have once taken for granted that they were able to make breakthroughs in their respective scientific fields, as Copernican had with his rejection of Aristotelian physics. 
And it is this phenomenon that Butterfield is encouraging us to pay attention to. By understanding how the hegemonic beliefs of the contemporary era limited the innovation of those thinkers, we are encouraged to more critically engage with the hegemonic beliefs we have today. Understanding the knowledge we take as truth may in fact be limiting our own innovation. So just as we examine now what was wrong with these theories, we must also be conscious of what we currently take to be right, as possibly being disproven in future, should the mental frameworks we are confined to be escaped by another. Through the consideration of outdated philosophy and the untangling of the intellectual knots that bound them to a hegemonic model of thinking, we become more acutely conscious of our own experience and limitations. It is the hope of Butterfield that this consciousness of hegemonic philosophical systems will allow future thinkers to step outside the sometimes restrictive framework that is present in our own time period as a result of education.